This is a HeadGum Podcast. I'm already gone for the day, but here's my machine. And please don't hang up on me yet. Wait for the beep. I won't be surprised if you leave me a message to hear. I couldn't help it. I miss your call. Hey, it's Jack. You've already won me over. Uh, but if you want to leave a message at the beep, I'll call you right back. Mr. Tyler Kendall? Mr. Tanner. Tanner Kendall. Mr. Tanner Kendall. Mr. and Mrs. Tyler and Tanner Kendall. Oh, shit. Um, oh, sorry. I didn't realize... <clears throat> I didn't realize I got your answer machine. Um, I was just practicing my signature because um, it's just a good thing to practice. Um, I wanted to call you and talk to you about the... Um, well, some people say he's cute. I don't know. But there's a cute new boy in Palo City. Uh, it's that movie star, Tyler Kendall. Um, he is working on a movie. I think it's called Love Don't Cost a Thing. But I know that's not right because there is a movie called Love Don't Cost a Thing. Um, I, well, it's like it's in production. So maybe the it's like a working title or whatever. But it's a Hayden Bloom production. And he is sort of this, like, heartthrob 15-year-old. And I actually think he's starting to date Hayden Bloom's daughter, that girl Maggie, who goes to um, Vista High School. And I hear that she's, like, super... Not, like, because of, like, her dad and her background, she's not super into, like, the Hollywood scene or, like, actors and actresses. She thinks they're all fake phonies. But there's something about Tyler that she really likes. Um... And I think they're dating. I saw in there was a, a newspaper story where someone had taken a picture of her, and everyone was like, who's this girl? Uh, and I recognized her from Vista High School, where we go to high school. Um, and then they go on dates with Amalia Vargas and her boyfriend, Brendan, every now and then. But, like, the paparazzi are always, like, getting in their faces, and I think that drives Maggie insane. Um, but then she's always hanging around the set of Love Don't Cause a Thing, and... One of the producers, like, heard her band tape, the Vanish, and they get to be in the movie now. Um, and then, I'm not, I don't follow them, I just, I, I run into them a lot, I'm not, like, following them around and watching them, because I'm jealous, but I do, like, see them around a lot, Maggie and Tyler, and I did see them kiss at the, um, dog shelter. Uh, I will let you know if anything else happens if i happen to run into them again see them do any more canoodling i'll let you know but in the meantime um that's it from me i will talk to you at school tomorrow goodbye Um, it's us from the future. We're us from the future. Hello. Aren't we? Hello. I'm Jack from the future. I'm Tanner from the future. It's a cold, yeah, sobering, bright yeah. future <laughs> Yes. where all of my inadequacies mm-hmm. and all of my failures are illuminated Yes. in a way that they aren't in the evenings when we usually record our podcast. Because because you don't drink in the day. Well, I've had a half a pint of oh wow, 
Tanner, what do you want to tell the I people? Patented oh wow recipe. Your new patented oh wow recipe, which I disagree with and think is against the spirit of one wine one water. Do you want to know? You want to know what it is? Yeah, it's about half a glass of white wine, mm-hmm. uh, like a pint glass, mm-hmm. and then the other half is uh, blackberry spindrift seltzer, which has a little like juice in it. So you're doing your oh wowing all at once. You're doing your yep. wine and your water in one. The wine and the water in one vessel together. And I don't know that that counts. But I'm drinking a water for every. Yeah. I'm drinking okay. a sip of water for every sip of wine. I'll let the experts weigh in. But we're from the future, yeah. aren't we? And we already read the next book and recorded the episode for the next book. But then we had to come back, didn't we? And re-record the episode for this book because we for lost book, it, didn't yep. we? It's gone. Radio guys. Uh, radio guys. So do you want to tell them about the radio guys? Because yep. this is actually scary. I live in an old hospital building. Yeah. Um, and there are actually a lot of them in Brooklyn, so don't bother trying to triangulate. Um, there's a ton of old hospital buildings all over Brooklyn. Yep. Uh, and I happen to live in the building that used to be the radiology center. Uh-huh. And the place is infested with the irradiated spirits of... Old-timey New York people. Yep. Yes. And they wander the halls of our home and they are constantly deleting your listening podcast. in on my podcast records yep. and when they think that we've done something wrong yes they will delete carefully delete my file and make it zero bytes when i go into the memory card to take it off it'll yes. say this episode that you recorded for an hour and a half with jack was yeah. is zero bytes yes better do it again yeah and maybe have a clear head this time uh, yeah and and get it right and get it right so there must be something that we fucked up yes if the if we've angered the radio guys as much as yeah we have. so let's try to be really sensitive to anything that might make the irradiated spirit of a old-timey new yorker upset we should just do the opposite of everything we did last time okay last time Last time we made right. a lot of fun jokes and... Talked ta- about Fringe a lot. Talked about Fringe a lot. Let's not do that. The Fox sci-fi show. Though, I've got to say, it does feel like we're in an alternate universe version of it's this like episode. It's A lot like Fringe. Yeah. Okay, and wow. but I will, I will not dwell on that. And that's already enough because we yeah. can't talk about Fringe because we've <laughs> yeah. already made that mistake once. We have to yes. correct all our mistakes. Okay, that's good. I this think also useful. last time you, I accused you of forgetting, but it turns out that you were just sitting on to to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, our hit segment, "What's on Your Tombstone?" Oh, t- Tombstone. Yes, that's right. I was and just sitting on it. You were like. I confronted you at the break, and I was like, right. did you forget that segment? You said, no, I was just saving it. I didn't yeah. think we could mix it up a little bit, but that was a mistake. That was an error. Yeah, okay, that could be a mistake. So I think we should hit that pretty soon. Okay, well, so, oh, well, you think we should hit it soon? Okay, great. Well, how about what, I, what I'll do is I'll say who I am. Yep. Then- um, Maybe should we do the segment first? No, I really think that, that we need to say who we are and what the show okay. is and okay. what the okay. book is. That we we've that always done too. that, and it's know, never upset the radio guys, has it? Okay, that's true. No. Okay, and I'm Jack, and I'll say it. I'm Jack. My name is Tanner. And it's a Babysitter's Club club. Yep, and we're doing the California Diaries. Do you want to hit one of those clubs with me? Do you want to hit one of the cl- clubs club. with me? Club. Yeah. And uh, we read the California Diaries, and this week we read a novel. And by this week, I mean a couple weeks ago, we read a, a novel and recorded it. I don't remember it anymore. And we've since we already know the future. We already know what happens after this one. Did you save my answering machine message from then? Nope. I should. I didn't hear it. That got deleted too from last time. Wow. Yeah. They're very angry at us. Yeah, they're furious. I think it was a very funny bit where I compared the Phantom Menace to the Matrix. Okay, let's move on. I'm Jack, you're Tanner. We read the California Diaries. This week we read a novel called California Diaries number thirteen, Maggie. Number three, life, camera, action. Lights, camera, action. And it's life, camera. Lights, camera. It's life, Tanner. She says life. What's She's life? She's doing a play. What, what is life? Who do you mean? Maggie is saying life, 
and then she says camera, and then she says action on the front of her lights, diary. Jack. It's li- the saying is lights, camera, it's action. A- and so I actually went to film school. Okay. And I learned. They, they all say that a lot. This. Okay. You do what you do is you yell striking, and that means you're turning on the lights. So if like any actors are like looking at the lights, they know to look away. More often than not, it happens the opposite effects. When you yell striking, everyone immediately looks at the lights. Looks at the lights. Okay. And then the lights all turn on, and they're very bright. Okay. And everyone's like, say uh, lights next then, time. Yeah. And then when the cameras start rolling, you actually yell rolling. Okay. So actually, none of this is right. Yeah. This sounds like it's completely wrong. And then I think instead of saying action, you go five, four, three, two, one. Wow. Point. Okay. Uh, none of that is right here. And what it actually says is life camera action. Life-a. Life, uh, Life. And it's convenient that we're talking about that because it does have a lot to do with our biggest and only segment on the show, which is called What Words Would Be on Your Diary, isn't it? And what is on your tombstone? Yes, and it's a pizza segment. It's a pizza commercial. Yeah, yeah. and it's a pizza commercial. From the uh, 90s, when these books were written. It's from the 90s, when these books were written. Um, and I think that the way that we're going to do this is the same way we did it last time. Okay. But we'll pick different things. Okay. And I, and I obviously have no recollection. The other thing about the radio guys is when they take an episode from us. Yeah. They'll also use their ghostly machinations mm-hmm. to ensure that I drink six to eight beers. Okay. Yeah. So that my memory of the episode is also gone. So I don't remember what we talked about or what the setup was for the what's on your tombstone segment. And it's what's, uh, yes. Uh, would you like me to explain it to you? Yeah. Okay. So what Maggie has done on her diary here. Is uh, is tombstone a pizza that you get delivered, or is it something that you it's no, like you get it from the store? It's it's a frozen pizza. Okay, so she went to the store. She was like, "I don't need fucking delivery. It's not delivery. It's fucking DiGiorno." She said. And mm, you had me for a second. I understood the direction of the story you were telling, but yeah. then you lost me when you said the DiGiorno thing. She was like, she wanted like a bubbly type experience. Okay, does that make sense? Instead of like a Domino's type experience, does that bubbly make sense? The, the seltzer, bubbly, the pizza, the the frozen pizza. Oh, bubbly, yeah. Okay, so Zeke was like, "Hey, let's order Domino's," and she's like, "No, it's not delivery. It's fucking DiGiorno." And she went to well, the it's Tombstone, but Tombstone Pizza. I know, but when you okay, Tanner, Mister Fucking Precision around pizza commercial language. What do you say when you don't want delivery? Do you say what's on your tombstone, or do you say it's not delivery, it's DiGiorno? Um, I say what's on your tombstone. I, <laughs> when I say, when I talk to Jamie... If, you, if, you, if, if Jamie wanted delivery and you didn't, would you say, oh, right. actually, it's not delivery, it's time for tombstone? No, I would say, no, let's have a frozen pizza, and then I would turn to her very gravely and go... What's on your tombstone? Okay, fine. All right, whatever. She said, what's on your tombstone? She went to the store, and the the pizza that she picked out, and this is the point, said on it, life, camera, action. Okay. Okay, that's where the topics. Those were the three fucking topics. And does that make sense? Is this working for you? Okay. Yep. And what that is, and this, this is the key point, what are you doing? I'm on beabetterwriter.com slash cliches.html. Okay, okay, good. So you, because you've really not been paying attention for the last couple of minutes. You've managed to derail me anytime I try to say anything. But I think sometimes you do that just as like, as your way of showing that you're still in the conversation, even though you're not. Yeah. And so you have remembered what happens. It's what's what. I, d- I suddenly remembered. Yeah, what life like camera action is. Clarity. 
I just snapped into focus. Life camera action is a very clever twist on a cliche. She's taken a cliche, lights, camera, action, and she's turned one word to make it seem like it's about her day or her week or what's going on in her life. And that word is life. And so, Tanner, what I'd like for you to do for what's going to be on your diary is to go to a list of cliches, pick one you like, change one word, and then make the whole thing be about you instead of some fucking like lazy writer's trick to get past a difficult part in their story. The trouble is I didn't want to do the exact same one I did last time. I remember it being pretty good. So I good. thought I thought I would go back and try to to craft one while you were vamping. Yes. And so now we've had the we've had the the worst of both worlds, haven't we? Yeah. And it didn't work cuz now yeah. I still have I don't have one. Okay. And it should describe our day. Uh, just okay. a situation. I've got and... one. Okay. All right. Great. Let's hear. It. Let's hear it. Mine is called Tanner. Uh-huh. Diary twelve. Book three. An ass to grind. Excuse me. An ass. An ass to grind. Okay, that's good. And so you've been you have been grinding that ass, and I I have heard from a lot of our friends. And folks um, who's, who's been doing Zoom chats with you um, and yeah. and just kind of people who know what you've been up to, that you have been grinding that ass recently. Yeah. You? yeah. And you? And yours? Well, we got to figure out whether I should would like to purchase yours. Oh, wait. Where am I? Where am? Where are you? What did we say? What would you do last time? Uh, I don't remember. What? It was good, whatever it was. Um, but this time, you are um, a ham radio uh, operator. Okay, Amateur cool. ham radio That's operator. fun. This is fun. Okay. All right. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you like to do ham radio, and you're like always riding the short waves, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're always listening, communicating with people around the world. And then one day you get a... You hear a frequency okay. that you've never heard before. You're yeah. like scanning the, the channels, and you hear something on a frequency you've never heard before. Mm-hmm. And it sounds a lot like your dead father okay and i know your father's not dead yes yeah you know but for the purpose of this yeah so it's a surprise to you Mm -hmm. and he is narrating the story it's one way obviously you can't communicate back with him it's as though it's almost like a recording from the future that he's sending back to you so that you can learn from it okay to i think solve his own death maybe okay or maybe it's you I don't remember. I think I'm conflating two films. Okay, great. That's useful for me. Contact and frequency. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's your dad, and he's telling you the story, and you're convinced it's going to help you save your own life and save his life. Okay. And it's the story of me. Okay. Grinding an ass. Okay. On the dance floor. Yes. And then you you're sweeping the dial... And you hear mm-hmm. some other like new f- things coming up on new f- frequencies. Too. Tell me, it's who moved my cheese is one of them. One of them is the author of Who Moved My Cheese, who I okay. will never commit to memory. Yeah, Spencer whose name Johnson. I'll never commit to memory. And he's just narrating his book, and he's kind of giving so like there's q and A. Q&A. He'll do like a, a nightly show where he like reads a chapter from his book and then does a Q and A, and it's very informative, and you can really learn a lot. Okay. And then on another one, it's aliens. Okay. They're doing math, and they're sending math back into Earth. Okay. So we can... Is this numbers? Um, meet them. Yeah. And then the <laughs> fourth one is a number station. So okay. it's like Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Yeah. Yep. Okay. And you can only choose one for some reason. Okay. To uh, One of them is going to have the answer. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you and your dad's life is on the line here. Yeah, yeah, so. no, I'll go for the aliens, I guess. Okay. The aliens and sending why? math? Because it seems like the aliens are sending math back, and you your one was math? about someone who's, like, grinding ass on the dance floor. And then who moved my cheese? math? I've already read. No. Well, then you're not even going to be able to interpret the math. It's, like, very oh. complex alien math. Okay, who moved my cheese? Well, how's that going to help you and your dad? Management skills. I guess. Okay. Okay, fine. No, I'll do the ass grinder. Was that right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. It turns out that there's a valuable lesson in there. Okay. And okay, good. And what is it? Is it grind that ass? Yeah. Yeah. It's I've got an ass to grind. Yeah. Okay. And that's the that's the secret. 
So now you know what you do. You have your marching orders. Can I tell you what my one is? Yeah. Okay. So um, I, the cliche that I have chosen to twist, do like a clever little twist on, Yeah. which is what we're doing here, just what Maggie did with life, lights, camera, action, to life, camera, action, was what you've done with axe grinder to ass grinder. I'm going to do the same. I'm going to sprinkle that same little bit of magic on the cliche party pooper. Okay. And what I'm going to have is, uh, on my diary, is underwear pooper, because that is what uh, Cyril is. doesn't rhyme. doesn't have to. Does life rhyme with lights? Okay, panty pooper. <laughs> How's that? You have your son in, like, women's no, panties? No, it's p- p- <laughs> pantsy pooper. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, fine. Pantsy pooper. It's good. Okay. No, no, no. I, and I'm not here to be a stopper, and it's okay. fine. And it's, it's fine. pantsy pooper. If that's pooper. what you want to do, it's fine. And that's what Cyril does all the time now, doesn't he? Poops his pants. Maybe you guys pulled the tr- uh, pulled the, the trigger on... Potty training too early? Potty training a little too early. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's too late to go back. They say you can't go back. What are you doing? What are you looking at here? Hardy pooper? Because, like, are they hardy poops? Often, yeah. But I don't think that's... I think pantsy pooper is is better. I'm happy with pantsy pooper. That's what I've chosen. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I and like I said, I'm fine with that. Great. Um, and Eckarte. Excuse me? Do you play cards with him? Eckarte? No, no, no. Get off of Rhyme Zone. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Arty pooper. Because maybe it's like, an art, it's like an art project. It does feel like that. Your, pun, your son's pooping his pants quite a bit, it sounds like. It does seem like, doesn't it? And so here's, what I'm, here's what's happened for you, Tanner. Uh, mm. It is the first days, isn't it? It's the first days. And you are in the garden with your wife, who's the only other person. Mm-hmm. Isn't she? Mm-hmm. You, there are no other people. It's paradise. There, it's paradise. They, they, there's not even a parking lot. I was going to say they paved it, but they didn't. Nope, they didn't have to. There's no cars. Yeah. Just snakes well, they, and bears. They haven't yet. Yeah. yeah. And apples. And so you're hanging and around. A flaming sword, I think. Okay. You're Is hanging right? around. I don't know. It's not relevant to my story. You're hanging around naked as a jaybird. It'd be rad if I had a flaming okay. sword. Fine. You have a flaming sword. You have a flaming sword. Cool. And you're naked. Yeah. Hell yeah. And maybe a fig leaf. Okay. And I'll take it. You're, okay. Hanging with your wife, as you do. Yep. And uh, the Lord comes to you and says, Tanner, got a few trees in this garden. Just want to show you around. I chop his head off. No, that's no. What do I roll? Not, a D20? No, you don't. It's not. That's not. Okay. No, you can't. You rolled a D. You rolled a crit one. And so your sword... It, it I haven't rolled anything yet. ...against the tree. All right, roll. You're a bad DM. Fucking roll. Roll. Do it. You got a, you got a D20? I'll let you have it. What's his AC? What? What's God's uh, AC? 15. Got him. My attack roll was 16. Okay. So now do I want me to roll damage? Yeah. Does he have any resistances? Uh... To fire? Yeah, a fire and piercing. Okay, this is slashing damage. Okay, but roll it. Roll a, a, a fucking d d six. Do I have any bonus attack bonuses? Uh, you have. You can have a bonus action to hide or to um, run away or disengage. Four plus four, so I got eight. I do eight damage to him. Okay. All right. So he's he's he's. You've got. You've heard him. He's not okay. happy. He's 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 okay. mad. Um, okay, now is God, it, who's next in the order? Uh, Jamie. Jamie. Yeah, I have to hand her the flaming sword. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, so what you gonna do? I she'll try to attack and roll his head off. Roll for for attack. Fourteen. What was his AC? I think I said fifteen. Did I say fourteen oh, or fifteen? Fifteen. Yeah. So she, her, she like she does a good whack on him. He's very surprised, but he right. just he gets his shield, his his beard, his beautiful beard 
up in time, and it like it's the powerful uh, shield that that knocks the sword away. Okay. And now it's God's turn. Dang. Okay. And he um, he throws um, he throws a uh, whirlwind at Jamie. Okay. I'm gonna have to just go to a, a virtual dice here. This is. I feel like this is getting further away from my story than I totally want it to be. But it's a good encounter. I want to see it through. Okay. And we do have to talk about the book too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's a, it's a two. <laughs> so that's a miss. So he misses. Or does she take half damage? No, I mean, what's her armor class? She's naked. Okay. Probably like one because of the fig, fig leaf. Okay, fine. So I'll roll for damage, huh? Come on. It's a four damage. Okay. I think she can, I think she's got more hit points than that. Okay. Um, I hope you're keeping track of this. Um, all right, yeah. you can you can go. God is very angry with you. Okay. Yeah. Um, Roll for I attack. I cast okay. Eldritch Blast. Okay. And I have actually empowered it with Hellish Rebuke. Okay. So, so it's it gonna does hit. an extra 1d6 fire damage. Okay. So what's the damage total? This is actually going after his um, wisdom modifier, I think. Okay, his wisdom is also 15. Do I have any bonuses? Um, you can take a bonus attack, yeah. Oh, my charisma. Charisma modifier. So I got a 13 plus my charisma modifier, which is 8. Okay, so, so you, that's a hit. Okay. Roll for damage. Okay. 12 damage. Okay, he's dead. God is dead? Yeah. Okay, cool. I go and get my flaming sword. And you're cast out of the garden uh, with your flaming sword, and they do put up a parking lot where it used to be. Who does? Just a bad... Like, the world becomes pretty bad like land developers? Yeah. yeah. And a bunch and is of it, bad whose people. Fa- is it my fault? It's definitely your fault, yeah. Oh, shit. He was just coming to tell you about these cool trees. There was a who moved my cheese tree. There was a um, pansy pooper tree. And there was a knowledge of wisdom tree. Uh, but they are, they've all been cut down. And so you'll never know which one to choose. So I hope... Dang, if I could go back in time and do it all over again, <laughs> I'd definitely pick... The pansy pooper tree. <laughs> Great. Should we talk about the novel? Here's the thing. Yeah. My so-called babies, you got to cut us a little slack because we did already talk about this book. And we're sober as ghosts right <laughs> We're now. sober it's as like ghosts. 3 p.m. on a Saturday. We should be recording A Little Sister right now. And I have to this instead. immediately edit this episode as soon as we finish recording it because we have, it, we have no wiggle room and we're in the future we know what happened to maggie and we know what happened next week but that's not your fault is it let's talk about the book tanner one of the most the things that we've been avoiding and i think this is probably part of the ass ass to grind situation for you uh and i don't want to speak for you but i've still have a boner from last time we talked about this book about tyler kendall still got it i think you should go see a doctor it's very bad yeah and it's our, it's our hit segment. It's called more Head- and more blood just keeps going to it. Yeah, and getting lightheaded. Yeah, it's not and nice. It seems like it's gonna burst. Frankly. People think it's nice, but it's not. No, no, it's not nice. It's not. My hands nice. and feet are ice cold. Yeah, <laughs> and it just sucks. It's just not fun. It stops being fun pretty quickly. All the the elastic on my underpants is all worn out. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very to... difficult to pee. Yeah. Especially sitting down. Yeah. Which, like, when I... It's, like, 6 a.m., and the kid has woken me up, and I just need to pee before I go take care of him, and yeah, I'm tired. You can't. You can't. All it's I want to do is sit and pee and look at my phone for a second. Right. But it's hashtag It's so squid. hard to do when you Isn't have, it? like... Yeah, a, and we... Yeah. A three-week boner. Yeah. And so let's for try to... Let's Tyler talk about Kendall. it. For Tyler Kendall. He's the, the handsomest man in school, isn't he? Yes, yes. No! He's not in school. He's the handsomest man in the world! Yeah. He's Maggie the handsomest 15-year-old boy in the world. Dates this boy who's so good-looking! My yes. goodness! Wow! What a guy! Do uh, we want to talk about it? Yeah, I want to read you some... I want you to read me a, a sexy passage about how sexy this guy is. Me? Yes. <laughs> what else do I have to report? Dad's big media campaign for Love Conquers All has started. That's the name of the movie. 
Yes. Why does everybody make such a big deal out of movie stars? Don, Sonny, Amalia, and I were having lunch together when Jill and a couple of her new friends came over to our table. Tyler Kendall! Jill <laughs> shrieked. He's going to be in your dad's movie. You can meet him, Maggie. He's like one of the cutest guys in America. I explained about hairdressers, makeup, and touched-up photographs. Besides, looks aren't everything, especially if that's all you have, I concluded. Sonny nudged my arm and grinned. Come on, Mags, she teased. I don't like that. Admit it. You'd love to be in the same room with Tyler Kendall and Felicia Hope. It's only normal. Jill pulled out a copy of Stars and Hearts magazine. Tyler Kendall was on the cover. Black hair and green eyes, sighed Jill. And look at his smile. It's so perfect. Sounds like a wood elf. Oh, Bosmer? Bosmer, what's that? That's a wood elf. Okay. I think uh, wood elf is maybe a little derogatory. They prefer Bosmer. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, just, be, yeah, just you know, be conscientious. Think about it. He's pretty dreamy. He is pretty dreamy. Uh, and he's one of the dreamiest guys in the world, isn't he, Tanner? He's one of the dreamiest guys in the world. He has black hair, green eyes, and a perfect smile. Black hair, green eyes, perfect smile. Perfect smile, yeah. The boy's a Bosmer. <laughs> there we go. Um, can I read you one uh, about him that um, I found very arousing? Yes. And you've, you have found been finding very arousing yeah. for some time. Yeah, for too long. Uh, yeah. So handsome. Uh, so here's the fucking thing. Here's the, the crux of this novel, Tanner. Yeah, I'm listening. The crux of this novel is that Maggie and Tyler eventually date. They meet. She likes him. He doesn't seem phony like all the other fucking celebs in Hollywood. He just seems like a regular right. farm boy. Yeah. He's just a nice kid. He's just, a, just nice a nice guy. He likes kid. Maggie. He likes Zeke. He's nice he's to Zeke. He does, he's like, he's in it for the acting, you know? Yep. He's not in it for the fucking cover of Hearts and Stars, you know? He hates that shit. He hates that shit. He but hates when the pop comes around. Maggie still can't really get over it, and so she keeps getting mad at him anytime, like, they're out on a date, and, like, a fucking journalist asks him a question or something, and she's like... You call these people journalists, Jack? Well, so one of them pop. is... It's not, the, it's not just the pop. Like, one of the... The thing they get in a fight about is when, like, some guy who's, like, doing a profile about him for, like... Oh, yeah, like a New Yorker. Details piece. magazine. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you went to New Yorker and I went to Details. <laughs> I remember, do you remember being excited about details? Like, I think I was probably like 17 and everyone was like, I don't, I don't remember the context, but everyone was like, details, now finally a magazine for guys. I remember <laughs> details magazine from when I was younger. It's not, it's certainly not still around, is it? I think it was around for a while and then like limped into some disappearing. It was supposed to be like a slightly more like sophisticated like FHM. I think whatever, they sent right? me the first issue, or and Maxim. I think I think it had Tom York on the cover, and I was like, "Yo, this is the kind of thing that a man could read, isn't it?" And it was like Tom York in a suit. That's cool. That's that's cool, right? Yeah. Details, and then you get and to you know think the they details. They would do a profile on a fifteen-year-old heartthrob. I don't know. It's a guy. It's like a guy who's doing a profile for something like that. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anyway. <laughs> um. They uh, Maggie gets mad, and so she's furious with him, and she keeps like pseudo breaking up with him. And then this scene happens at the at the pet shelter where Maggie works. Let me read you this. Mm. What's greatest about animals is that they don't care who you are. Tyler said, "If you take care of them and love them, they'll love you back." I wish people could be more like that. I knew that what Tyler said wasn't from any script. It was from his heart. I thought about how angry at him I'd been. I knew I'd been unfair. I judged him by his fame, not for himself. I'm sorry, I said, for everything. He inched closer. Me too. Sometimes I wish I'd never come to Hollywood. He paused and looked deeply into my eyes. He's like looking at the back of her like cornea. <laughs> just like do you have any vision do you have any blurriness with your vision but then you might have a, a, a stigmatism <laughs> that's not what it's like it's sexy it's like what i was trying to do to you i think you might have a stigmatism but then i wouldn't have met you 
That's when he kissed me. It felt like the most natural thing in the world. On the eyes? It doesn't say. That's like where he was aimed, though. Yeah, but if his eyes are aimed at her eyes and you just go straight forward, you're probably going to end up at the... No, he's probably a little taller than her, isn't he? I think he's going for her eyes. Okay. Well, she didn't... She says... So what she says next is that it felt like the most natural thing in the world. Well, you would say that when you were expecting it to feel so unnatural. (laughs) You're like... I've never been kissed on the eyes before. I didn't think I was going to like it, but it actually felt totally natural. That's so that's why she's explaining it. Cuz normally yeah. you wouldn't say I don't say when something does feel natural, I don't feel the need to to gloss it by being right. like this feels natural. Right. But if it seems Unless like it should be a little be weird. Unnatural. Okay, yeah. so she, he is kissing her on the eyes. Okay. Yeah. Can I read it? Can I start can I just ramp back up into this cuz it was a pretty I sexy I would do it moment. again, yeah. Yep. Just knowing no, what we know now that now, he does kiss and her we can on picture it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're ready for it. Yeah. I'm sorry, I said. For everything. He inched closer. Me too. Sometimes I wish I'd never come to Hollywood. He paused and looked deeply into my eyes. But then I wouldn't have met you. That's when he kissed me. It felt like the most natural thing in the world. During the kiss, the puppy in Tyler's arms licked the bottom of our chins. I giggled. He put the puppy back on the ground and told him to find his own girlfriend. Then he put his arms around me and we kissed again. You think they're both they're kissing each other's eyes at this point? I think so. And yeah. then the puppy's licking her chin. Licking her chin. It's like a full experience. Yeah. There's nothing like it until you've tried it. Yeah. You know? And then once you have, you can't you go can back. never go back. Yeah. Yeah, you'll never be able to finish again unless someone's kissing your eyeballs while a puppy licks your chin. There's nothing and like. He it. also has your arms around you, but it's not disclosed where, so it could just be like around her neck or whatever, you know. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, what I'd love to do is take a quick break. Okay, should we do that? Yep. Okay. Bye. Okay, so have we said every important thing that happens in this novel? Jeannie wrote yeah. it. Gene wrote it. I have a question before we get into it. Yeah. And I want to be as culturally sensitive as possible. Great. And are you going to be? To you and your people. Okay, yes. And I hope like you don't take offense that like I'm making you do like the emotional labor of answering this question. Okay, as a British as a man of British heritage. Yep. Yep. I went out and grabbed a beer mm-hmm. during the break. Yeah. Uh, pale ale. Okay. that's You're already slightly off the track here, but yes. It's room temp. Yep. And I know that that's how you people like to drink it. Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop I'm you wondering, at you people. Well, British people. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yep. Okay. They love room temp beer, and I'm, I'm wondering what that's about, because I'm and, drinking this, and it's okay. not pleasant. Was it hand-pumped? Um, it's in a bottle. And is it a uh, f- very low ABV bitter? No, it's a pretty okay. high ABV yeah. pale so ale. You're drinking Sierra ne- warm Sierra Nevada out of a bottle, and I'm not going to give you a pass on it, because sometimes in my country, we drink slightly warmer beer. So that, yeah. I hope that answers your question. It's unpleasant. No, It's and, so unpleasant. Yeah. And don't put that on me. Um, okay. Have we talked about everything that we need to talk about in this book? The one thing that does happen is at some point when Tyler, Tyler fucks up one time and he says to Maggie, like he says some like nice thing. He's like, I'm, I'm so glad I met you. Like, yeah, he does like a little like 20 second spiel about how glad he is that he met her. And and it turns out that it's like from this script. Yeah. From love conquers explains it a way that like, the scripts just kind of become embedded in his head. But she has, I think, every right to be, like, kind of annoyed about that. Yeah. But another thing... Still dreamy. Still dreamy. Still dreamy. Still the dreamiest guy in America. Yeah. Right? You can't... Yeah. We're agreed on that. Yep. Um, should we figure out who it is? Should we figure out... Should we do a segment that's called Vibe Check? <laughs> Let's figure out who it is. Yeah. And who's the dreamiest guy in America? Age, let's say, 13 to 15, 1999. And 1999. last time, I will remind you, 
we got this wrong, didn't we? We said it was Pacey, didn't we? And it's not. Who? I'm going to text Pacey a and the Who radio guys. was in asking for Okay, shall I text my podcast. Sarah? Okay. Who would you say the dreamiest heartthrob of 1999 was? And I'm going to copy that. I'm going to send it to Matt. I'm also going to send it to um, Cam. Cam Newton. Smith. Okay. Also going to send it to Josh, and I'll get him to ask Bobby. Okay. Great. All right. So we can just come back to this. So I think that's smart. So I've asked Sarah. Shall I ask Summer, too? Yeah. I'm going to ask my friend Summer. She'll know. I'm going to say, who was the dreamiest heartthrob of 1999, please? Need answer now. Is that... And I'll do now in all caps. Is that rude? Um, no, I think that's good. And it fits okay. with your relationship with Summer, too. Yeah. Okay, good. So so this is actually how we should do all of our segments. We've outsourced it, and we can just come back to it. Let's talk about some other things. And then we can kind of come yeah, back. I'm, I'm actually just – I'm scanning through my list here to see if there's anyone else I can ask. Okay. Um, should we say teen? I'm, I'm going to say it needs to be teen heartthrob smart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go back and clarify teen heartthrob with all of mine. Okay. Okay. I asked three people. I asked two people. That's honestly the extent of people I know, I think, who might possibly know the answer. And in fact, of the two people I asked, only one of them possibly knows the answer. Because Sarah's going to be like, I don't know, Angel? <laughs> right. <laughs> David was, Boreanaz, obviously. Yeah, obviously David Boreanaz. Actually, I don't know that she thinks he's handsome. But she was not watching like teen shows. Um, okay, so we can move on. I do want to talk more about Tyler, but I want to talk about him in. Uh, oh, uh, got one back. Or do we want to save? Let's him save him. Let's just wait for a little okay. bit and come back to it. That's how the radio DJs do it. So when they do go on a date, that's a nice date. And this is a little bit G- about Jeannie, and this is a little bit about Tyler. When the studio limo pulled up to the house, Tyler jumped out and held the door. And it's up. and it's Jean, by the way. Okay, thanks for, thanks I was for taking the time to remind to me. Yeah. Josh, but it is it is Gene. Okay. When the studio limo pulled up to the house, Tyler jumped out and held the door open for me. He was so sweet. I was glad I dressed casually because he was in jeans too. He said he was sorry he was late. I told him he wasn't late, and I just felt like waiting outside. Then he told me he thought we could go to this place he'd heard about. Fish and stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Fish and stuff. So know exactly what you're getting. <laughs> well, I have a number of questions yeah. about this. The biggest one is, what's the stuff? What's the stuff? Yeah. Do you think it's arm stuff? Well, you and I go to a, well, we used to when you lived here. Yeah. You were my friend. Mm-hmm. Would regularly go to eat lunch at a classic British fish and chip shop. Yeah called Assault and Battery, which also oh, yeah. had fish and stuff. Yeah, but they... And the stuff was French fries, mushy peas, and... we and should say that it was called Assault and Battery because it's salt like salt and battery like batter. the fish has batter on batter. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like chicken nuggets, I think. Yeah, that was the stuff. Get other than fish. Yeah. And it wasn't arm stuff, was it? Did we ever do arm stuff there? I don't think so. Yeah. It's kind of tight quarters. Yeah, so you kind of so have I to think a little. Your arms do. You're sort rubbing of like, shoulders with yeah, people a little bit. Yeah, yeah. so a little bit arm stuff. Yeah, yeah. So that's some of the stuff. I just remembered something that I'm going to quickly look up. Okay. What time is it in Sydney, Australia? Wait, did you text? Five fifty-two a.m. I don't think we're going to hear from Cam. Oh, he's in Sydney, Australia, right now. Yeah. Okay. I love that Cam, you chose Cam as someone to ask. <laughs> I don't know. I just looked through my list and I picked the three people I've been texting with recently. That's great. That's lovely. Uh, I got another answer back. Okay, I've got an answer from Sarah, but not from Summer. Summer will respond to me knowing Summer like f- fucking two days from now. Okay. Um, but let's give it another minute. Let's talk about, let's just make sure... <laughs> that we've covered everything we need to cover in regards mm-hmm. to the restaurant fish and stuff. Um, yep. Jeannie likes fish, doesn't she? And stuff, doesn't she? Jeannie does like fish. She's, that's kind of her thing. She says that Jeannie, Dawn sorry. talks in a clam tone. 
and she likes to say that Stacy is a lobster type fish and yep. all sorts of stuff like that. If you haven't listened to the portrait collection, I can't fucking help you. It's hey, but, part of the it's a deep deeply embedded in the portrait mythology is yeah. that the girls are fish and yeah, Jean I, wrote all those books. And Jean did, did write all those ones. Um and so maybe fish and stuff is really what you could call Jeannie's Club. Jeannie's oeuvre. Right. So uh, that's she just wanted it's like a, a subtle nod to herself. Yeah. Uh, but it also doesn't sound like a, a great uh date restaurant, does it? Well, I don't know. We went to Assault and Battery all the time. We loved it. Okay, even though I'm, you don't even eat meat, you just yeah. eat fries and you like you put so much goddamn malt vinegar on them <laughs> that it was just like they were like swimming in malt vinegar. <laughs> Hell yeah! And then you just happily eat them with a fork. Yeah, it's so gross. Okay, so we're bet we got our vibe check. We've outsourced our vibe check. We're gonna say who Tyler Kendall was. Yes, I heard back from two people. Okay. Um, Cam, baby B Cam, who's a friend of ours, who's also a listener, is currently quarantined in his home country of Australia. Where it is 5.52 a.m. Where it is 5.52 a.m. So he yeah. is not going to be able to respond. Yeah. But I did hear from my friend Josh, who asked his husband, Bobby Finger, of Who Weekly. Oh, so you went to you went to the source. Who Weekly is yes. a, a hit podcast about celebs and so bobby really definitely knows and he said it's it's gonna be leonardo dicaprio okay jesus that really you know like i feel like you and i weren't aiming high enough (laughs) you know what i'm saying when we said pacey and that's probably why the radio guys were so annoyed that's why, because they're like, uh, what about the fucking? It's not Pacey. Pacey is not the biggest Leonardo fucking DiCaprio. heartthrob. It's fucking Leo, right? So that that like puts this book into a different context for me. Like Maggie is fucking dating Leonardo DiCaprio. Leo. You and I yeah. were not freaking out enough. And then I heard back from our friend Matt Stepera, who writes about the celebrities on major media company quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows his um, stuff. I would trust him. And he said, Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. All right. So I've got a response from Summer uh, didn't respond to me because she never responds to my texts. Sarah, who is my wife and is legally obligated to respond to me, has said oh she just texted me again and boy did she just save herself here's what she said david boreanaz or <laughs> what who played who played um spike she says i don't know who the other teens were into but i was still crushing on ethan hawk from reality bites oh that's a good one actually yeah i guess i guess so but it's it's not it's not it's right for her right yeah but it's not but it's right not for the right thing. for america but then, just as I was saying this, she texted me again and says, oh, the answer is probably Leo, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't know how we managed to, to miss the mark so wildly when we discussed it last time. So I'm going to say Leo is correct. Leo's got to be it. Leo is it. And uh, so that's why the radio guys were so angry. And, we, and I'm glad we, we figured this out. Because we said Pacey, uh, by so-called babies, we said it was Pacey. We were like, oh, it's definitely fucking Pacey. I was like, is it Jonathan Taylor Thomas? And you were like, no, I don't think so. I think his star has already, had already started to And then we just landed on point. Pacey, and it's not Pacey. It's not Pacey. No, no, no. Well, we, were, we had Fringe on the mind. Oh, you know what? And then I talked about Vanderbeek rules for a really long time. <laughs> Which is not a thing. Which is also probably annoyed the radio guys. And I'm not even going <laughs> to get into it. <laughs> I don't want to go down that path again. No, we shouldn't. Okay, so all right, let's 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 take some stock here. Okay. Your diary asked asked to grind. My diary. I've got an ass to grind. Pansy yep. pooper. Yep. God is dead. And we're both sober as ghosts. We're sober as ghosts. Uh, uh, Tyler. 5.52 in Sydney, Australia. 5.52 in Sydney, Australia. Tyler is Leo fucking DiCaprio. Yep. It just changes the book for me. It's fucking it changes Leonardo. The last two, it changes the last two weeks of my life. Right after Titanic. I thought I knew things about the world and about this book for the last two weeks. And I've been walking around like fucking cock of the walk. Like, yeah. Thinking I knew my shit. But it's Pacey. I didn't know anything. It's not even the same league as Pacey. I was a, a blind 
babe wandering through a dark forest. And yeah. now I'm now you can the see. fire starter. You're the fire starter. And I'm here to burn the forest down and all the blind babies it contains. Leonardo DiCaprio eats Pacey for breakfast. That's nothing to him. He doesn't even stop. That's just a fucking snack for him. Right. Yeah. Leo wouldn't even be in a movie with Pacey. What's Josh Strip Jackson even doing right now? Nothing. Nothing. Like meeting up with the Mighty Ducks guys for like uh, a photo <laughs> that they put on Instagram. And then like, you know, Us Weekly is like, a Mighty Ducks reunion? Yeah. That sounds pretty good, actually. Honestly, let me see what Joshua Jackson. No, we now Tanner. What did we we learn a lesson about not talking too much about Joshua Jackson? For fuck's sake! I just literally just googled Joshua Jackson, and the top like story is "Little Fires Everywhere" almost featured a Dawson's Creek reunion on People dot com. So wow. there you go. Rip from the headlines. He's the fire starter. I don't know what little fires ever... Oh, he's the fire starter. He's that's the fire starter. Yeah, that's what that means. Um, Tanner, should we do a big burn? It's looking good. He's got a beard now. He's looking good. Let's do a big he's burn. He's on a television show called okay. Little Fires Everywhere. Okay, and I don't know what that is. And remember how we said we were not either. going to make the mistake of talking about Pacey too much. Remember how it's we said that? Oh, yes. Shit, shit, shit. Okay. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's a, based on a Celeste... Ink and bestseller. are there little fires everywhere? What about here, where we're about to do our <gasps> yes, good idea. <laughs> and it's where we say what the burn in the book was, and let's say it. Mm. My burn came in the form of a poem. Okay. That's great. I love it. And it was right when Maggie met Tyler, and she was contemplating her opinion on celebs and celeb culture, Mm -hmm. and the conflict she was feeling with her growing lust. Mm -hmm. Let's just come out and say it. Yep. Tyler Kendall. Mm -hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio, which we now understand, like a real babe. Yeah. How old was Leo in 1999? I I don't know. He was like 25. I don't think Look, any of our respondents like. We literally asked like some of the biggest celebrity experts in the world and my wife, and they all said yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio. So <laughs> I wish our Australian friend would have weighed in because maybe he would have had a totally different idea. He's like Carl Pilkington. Or no, who's the guy? Carl Stefanovich. Pilkington. <laughs> Carl Stefanovich. Whatever his name is. The, um, the famous the funny, Australian like, Today Show, show host. host. Yeah. Yeah, I like that or guy. Carl Pilkington, or Carl Pilkington from the British things. Yeah, from uh, he's probably enjoying a warm beer somewhere right now. Yeah, I bet he is. Let's hear your burn. Anyway, it's a poem. Okay, to the last star. Okay, starlight, star bright, the last star I see tonight. I wish I may, I wish I might forget the star I saw tonight. Your light isn't real, and neither is the feel of your hand on my shoulder. You don't mean what you say. They're lines from the script. You have to learn so you can earn a zillion dollars, like my dad. Starlight, star bright, the last star I see tonight. I wish I may, I wish I might forget the star I saw tonight. (laughs) Fucking eat it, Leonardo DiCaprio. God, he never recovered from that. (laughs) That poem wheedled its way into his brain and took up residency there for the next... 25 years and it yeah. always just held back his performance just just enough that he could never get a fucking oscar that he could never get an oscar until he was like i'm and gonna go find until... a bear in the woods yep and that bear represented maggie boom maggie boom yeah and that was the bear and that's the bear from yep. the, the bear movie isn't it ah uh, yep and then he won um i guess i'll tell you burn yes dad introduced me to more people i've met a lot of them at other parties but i never remember their names and I never know what to talk about, especially when they say things like, you've certainly grown. Oh, yeah, all these perverts. Or, wow, Hayden, she's turning into a real beauty. Here's the comment I hate the most. If she were my daughter, I'd lock her up until she was 18. I wanted her to reply, if you were my father, I'd want you locked up until I was 18. It's good. Good. It's good, but when you consider the, the truths around that statement, it's gross and scary. 
Yeah, and it's also... And these perverts are old perverts. It's not really a burn because she didn't say it. She thought about saying it. It's she a, thought about You know what it. that is? That's a l'esprit de l'escalier. Oh, yes. The Isn't burn it? Of the burn of one's mind. The why, burn of the spirit. Why would you say that? Esprit. Yeah, spirit is right. like the French. The spirit of the staircase. It's a French turn of phrase that means like when you think of a, a fucking sick from burn. From Sixth Sense. No, it's not from Sixth Sense. It's no, it's just, no. Because at the at beginning of the movie, he's hiding in that little like no. hutch in the staircase. It's not from Sixth Sense. Because there's a ghost. It's not from Sixth Sense. Okay, 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 okay. It, it's a French phrase that means like when you like turn back on the staircase as you're walking away because you like thought of a better burn. Ah, uh, yes. And there's yeah, no I, ghost. I'm going to deliver it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say I'm going to I'm going to burn this ghost. No, and it's not Like you turn around and the argument's over and the other person's already left and then you're walking up the stairs and then you turn around and the ghost is there and you're like and take Well, and I don't want to actually I don't want to talk about insulting ghosts right now. No, we fucking cuz we done, can't afford We cannot to afford lose another episode. Another failure. Um I have one very very brief segment for you and then we're going to go. Uh, okay. And it's a hit segment that we haven't used for a long time, and it's called "Is this the bomb?" The, clar- the the classifications for is this the bomb are it's, as if if it's not the bomb and tight and tight yeah if it, if it is the bomb um and I just want to read you a very brief passage well another typical bloom family dinner mom was drinking vodka and eyeing the wine bottle zeke was stuffing his face and talking a mile a minute about some star trek chat group on the internet Fuck yeah. Don't talk with your mouth full, my father boomed from the head of the table. And so my two questions for you are... My father boomed. Quick note. Oh, just heard back from someone. My father boomed from the head of the table. Don't chew with your mouth open. My father boomed. Yeah. It's a stage note. Oh, I see. note on your acting. Okay, and I did a bad job. Great. But before you do redo it, I got an answer back from Cam. Oh, we, at five fifty-two. So you woke up some fucking poor it's, it's motherfucker. It's six oh six. Stuck in Sydney at six oh six. Can't even go to Bondi Beach. Yeah. Sorry, I forgot. It's six a.m. for you. LOL. <laughs> like he probably just went back to sleep. <laughs> um, so okay, what does so Cam he say? says? He says Ethan Embry, which I don't know who that is. Yeah, from but, uh, Can't Hardly Wait. But he says he's my dreamboat. My guess for the people's choice would be Leo. Fucking hell. <laughs> Tanner, how are you and I so wrong about Pacey? We were so wrong. <laughs> we were so wrong. Literally everyone we asked, like uh, so an Australian middle-aged man woke up out of a deep sleep at 5.30 <laughs> in the fucking morning, blearily gazed at his phone and was like obviously leonardo dicaprio it's gotta be leo yeah but you and i spent last time we recorded this fucking 25 minutes talking about how it was pacey or dawson and it wasn't it's neither it was leo or ethan Embry, who's not someone i've ever even heard of look we have to go but i want to ask you two things whether two things are the bomb the first thing is i know that mom drinks too much i know that and it's weird but is it the bomb a little bit that she's drinking vodka? Oh, Ethan Embry's... Um, okay, great. He's on... Uh, this is great. He's from Can't Hardly Wait. That thing you do. I don't know that one. He's from... Can't, oh, I do know that one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Tom Hanks. Yeah. But he's also on Can't Hardly Wait with um, Oz from Buffy is in it. Okay. And I don't know who that is, obviously. It's uh, the guy who did... Um, it's, it's a famous man. Okay, great. Come on. Let's keep going. No, you, I need you to respond to who that is. Oz from Buffy is played by a, a very famous actor called uh, Seth Green. Ah, it is the Seth Green show. It's not the Green Seth show. Okay. It is my favorite show. Great. Remember that? Perfect. Nailed it. Okay. Had, like the poop on the mic. 
They would go up to people and be like, can you do an interview with this poop on the mic? <laughs> no, I don't, but that sounds funny. Listen, we have to go. I need you to tell me quickly. I need to know. Is it tight that mom was drinking vodka and eyeing the wine bottle at dinner? Just, just let's think about it. I know it's problematic. <laughs> you know what's tight? Yeah. Zeke's fucking Star Wars chat room. I'm going to ask tight. you that next. Okay. We'll take it one at a time. Is this the bomb? Mom, it's dinner time, and she's drinking... Cam asked Okay. Cam asked who our selection was for the teen heartthrob. Yeah. And I told him, like, embarrassingly, Joshua Jackson. And he validated it. He said, that's good. No. Pre the skulls, Dawson's Creek era, Joshua Jackson. Okay. All right. So... Well, so maybe that's what we needed from the radio guys, was, was some, some, like... Backup. Expiation. Well, not back up, yeah. but it's like we fucked up, but it's also it's okay. You know, it's like uh, Goodwill yep. Hunting. It's okay. And guess yep. what? We're not. We don't have time to get an answer to the question, so we'll never know whether Star Trek chat rooms are cool and whether drinking at dinner is cool when you have a. Here's family. where I'm at right now at four p.m. We'll on a Saturday. What? Where? I drank some wine. Yeah, and then I was eyeballing this warm <laughs> pale ale. Yeah, and it's the bomb, right? And it's it is tight. the bomb. Yeah, I'm feeling much okay. better. So that's tight. And Star Trek chat rooms? That's tight. Oh, God. Yeah, hell yeah. That's, in, what, in that's tight as hell. That's tight yeah. as hell. What I'd like to do now is to go, and I would also like to... Deep Space Nine in 99, you think? In 99, it's probably Voyager. Yeah, Captain Janeway. So Zeke is like literally on... It's like late Voyager, too. It's late. So Zeke is getting on a chat room. And just being like, are they ever going to get back to the fucking Alpha Quadrant or whatever? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. And that is flocks. the bomb. And that's tight as hell. Seven of nine, flocks. Yeah. Uh, the hologram doctor. Yeah. He's like, Chakotay's my favorite. Yeah. Chakotay was everyone's favorite. Yeah, Chakotay was cool. He was a Riker. I would like to go. I would like also to leave. Uh, I would like to thank you, Tanner, for bearing with me twice. Yeah. I would like to thank you for doing this episode twice. Yeah, and good luck editing it today. I'm looking forward to editing it now. <laughs> and <laughs> what I also would like to thank is the my so-called babies for bearing with us. Uh, this week, we tried our best to talk about the book again. And thanks for listening mm-hmm. to that. Uh, please do subscribe to our Patreon. It's very good. It's very nice. It's also a very good way to support our work uh this takes a lot of time and effort we like to do it but it is expensive and time consuming and it is a very good way to support us by going to our patreon giving us five dollars a month and getting a whole new show where we sing the descriptions patreon.com slash bscc podcast you can join the baby nation facebook group on facebook go to the babysitters club club facebook page find the group that's where the action happens everyone in there is nice and it is growing and it is a wonderful place to be it's called baby nation what i would like to do search for that on facebook is tell you to buy our merch it's bit.ly slash bscc merch i don't know whether shipping is happening in a particularly fast way right now but It'll the get stickers, there. you can get a pack of stickers for $12, yeah. and it comes with four stickers, and they all look great, and they're going to yeah. look good on your Visco bottle. Yeah, they're going to look that hydro great. flask or whatever it is. Rate and review our show on iTunes. It still helps. And uh, finally, what I would like to say to you is that this week we read a novel that was called California Diaries, number 13, Maggie, book three, life, camera, action. And next week, we're going to be reading a little book called California Diaries, number 14, Amalia, book three, Confusion, Pain, Away. Sound familiar, Tanner? Yes, because we just talked about it. Yes, we already, and we already read ago, it. A few days ago, and we already it. read it. Um, so, yeah. I shan't be reading it again. <laughs> I shan't, we don't well, have to re-record that one, do we? I don't know yet. I haven't checked your file. Because now that we've changed the entire course of history by redoing this one and discovering that it was Leo... Oh, God. I wonder if it is going to color our interpretation yeah. of What if we talk book. about Pacey next week? I don't remember, because now I'm back in the past. I don't remember what happens in the future. Maybe we Jesus. talk about Pacey. And, fuck. What a disaster. Um, what I would like to tell you is that my name is Jack Alexander Shepard. My name is Tanner. Maggie is dating Tyler Kendall now. And the way she talks, you would think that going out with literally the biggest teen heartthrob in the world 
had just been invented. I had beers. Well, you're elbowing, right? Well, I'm out of wine. Oh, we'll have Jamie get you some. We're out of wine out there, too. Jesus, what the fuck, man? And I have a 48-pack of beer, but none of it's cold. You could drink it. You could put ice in it. So gross, what you just said. <laughs> All right, Mr. Fucking... I just put, like, seltzer into a white wine. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.